What kind of a peace do I mean and what kind of a peace do we seek? Not a Pax Americana enforced on the world by American weapons of war. Not the peace of the grave or the security of the slave. I am talking about genuine peace, the kind of peace that makes life on earth worth living, the kind that enables men and nations to grow and to hope and build a better life for their children. Not merely peace for Americans, but peace for all men and women. Not merely peace in our time, but peace in all time. I speak of peace, therefore, as the necessary rational end of rational men. I realize the pursuit of peace is not as dramatic as the pursuit of war, and frequently the words of the pursuers fall on deaf ears, but we have no more urgent task. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. And if we cannot end now our differences, at least we can help make the world safe for diversity. For in the final analysis, our most basic common link is that we all inhabit this small planet. We all breathe the same air. We all cherish our children's futures. And we are all mortal. Welcome everybody to Wonder Soul episode 10. I'm your host, Bearded Buddha. That's right, I said episode 10. Um, and what better way to celebrate our 10th episode milestone than by talking about American politics. Now, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't skip, don't don't run away, okay? Alright, that's, that's part of the... Uh, the the issue and the topic that I, we're going to talk about today, okay? Um, and I say we because I'm going to bring on my good friend Josh to help me dive into this extremely deep and complex and touchy topic. But don't worry, we're not going to be thrusting any of our political views down your throat. We're not going to be trying to convert you to any party or alignment um where me and josh uh where we have um i guess a lot of similarities on the way we view um the political system and just uh stuff like that um we do have our differences and stuff but we've been talking about this stuff before the madness that was 2016 and um uh we both thought it'd be a great great kickoff to have him on to talk about politics um and me and him kind of go back and forth and talk about this issue from like a, a overhead uh perspective 
Um, just what we're seeing, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, but not go too deep into it um, on certain topics. We'll get to those uh, hopefully in future episodes. Um, so, you know, just give us a chance, listen to us, uh, talk for a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people are burnt out on the um, political talk and everything, especially after 2016. But um, it's encouraging that people are paying more attention to these topics and, you know, are trying to stay informed. But we recognize that there's still a lot that needs to be discussed. And one of those um, things is the whole conversation uh, as, you know, I guess for people to talk and listen to each other on this topic without getting so riled up and rooting for their team and just being close-minded to other possibilities. But before I get any further and I ahead of myself, let me go ahead and get Josh on this, uh, on this line. I'm going to be calling him. He's going to be talking to me over the phone and, um, you know, hopefully the quality and everything works out fine. But, uh, yeah, let me go ahead and call him real quick. Hope everybody's having a good day or good night whenever you're listening to this. All right, calling. Speaker. Let's see. All right, it's ringing. Yo, what's up? Yo, Josh, what's up, man? How's it going, man? It's going, it's going, man. Uh, thank you again for jumping on this uh, on this show, man. Thank you for uh, taking time out of your day, man. I know you're off work and everything, and you know we usually have these conversations uh, in our free time and our spare time. But I'm really excited to uh, sit down and talk to you about this today, man. Absolutely, man. Glad, glad to do it. Um, well, before we get kicked off, uh, I pretty much just kind of told the listeners just. A little summary of what we're going to be going into today, but um, you know, I thought we'd just kind of start off. I I told them that me and you talk about this stuff uh, almost any or every time we we have the chance to talk to each other over the phone or whenever whenever we get together. Um, it's just one of those uh, interesting topics that we're both pretty passionate about. And um, so it, I know you have a, like a history and a passion for this stuff. Do you want to tell anybody kind of like what? what interests you about this and po- politics and stuff like that? Sure. I mean, I've been kind of fo- been following politics. I mean, most of my, I mean, even into my childhood, I mean, it kind of stems back to, um, uh, you know, our grandfather, uh, he was involved in, in local politics, but he was always kind of a heavy influence that way. But, uh, going into, you know, my college years, I got my, uh, I got my bachelor's in political science with concentrations in law. So it's always been something that I've kind of, you know, been really passionate about. And even, even though today's political climate's kind of, kind of shitty, you know, I, I, I feel that I need to, uh, keep tabs on because I mean, even though I don't want the government to be, so heavily involved in my life, I feel that it's best to be, you know, as informed as, as humanly possible. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, and, and you're part of the reason why I've taken a, 
uh, more of an interest in these topics, uh, just from the conversations we've had, um, you know, you, just your knowledge on on all these topics uh, and, and, and your ability to break it down and and just explain it, um, you know, that's why I'm excited to have you on for everybody to just hear us talk about this stuff today. And, um, you know, it's just, it is complicated. Um, I know people are probably a little burnout on political talk, but like you said, you know, you, you, you like to stay informed. You've always liked to stay informed, but I think a lot of people nowadays, especially after the 2016 election are doing their best, I would say, to, to keep tabs on what, you know, the United States government is doing and how things are going. Um, so th- in a way, that's that's a good result to everything, the mad chaos that was uh, a couple years ago. Um, but, you know, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that, I mean, e- even to take that a step further, uh, you know, with our current political environment, uh, I see, you know, that the the increase in, in, in certain uh, forms of activism has really, you know, increased. And I think that, you know, the, the apathy that we might have seen in, in the past is kind of, uh, you know, really a, a thing of the past in terms of, you know, how connected we are and how, you know, quickly we see different, uh, you know, the, the news cycle change, and especially with some of the things that have been in, uh, you know, the news over the past, you know, year and a half, two years, I mean, even you could go as far back as, you know, whenever the, uh, the information, information age really, you know, and social media age, uh, came to a head that it's, you know, that activism has really increased, which is, I, on the whole, uh, I believe is a, a good thing. Oh yeah, man. I think it is too, man, because it, 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 from my perspective, man, it gives the power back to the people. I think information and knowledge, uh, especially about the policies and how the people in power and, and what they're doing and getting that, that news so fast, um, straight to your cell phone, straight to your computers. Um, you know, not everybody used to pick up a newspaper or watch the news on a daily basis. So now it's like, some days we probably wish that we could ignore it. You know, it's it can be a little overwhelming sometimes, especially as of recently. Uh, like you mentioned, just over the past couple of years, there's just been so much going on. And um, but it is encouraging to see the general population take a, a an increased interest in these topics because it's important, man. Because for a while there, it felt like you know the people that have the power and control uh, over you know a majority of everybody's life, you know, and they they're the ones coming up with the laws and the policies. Um, you know, people weren't really paying attention and. And then when something goes wrong, that's when people would go, hey, hold up. When did this happen? I don't like that. But it's now with, like you said, social media, uh, the way information is exchanged and how fast and quick it is, um, you know, you can't help but to stay informed if you like it or not. And and, and to that point, I mean, I think that while it's still, you know, good that people are being, being informed, at least in terms of, you know, how quickly they're able to access information and things of that nature. I think that, you know, it's really, you know, really important, especially now that, you know, everybody uh, tries to do their, their due diligence to, you know, vet the sources that you're getting uh, and new news articles that you're reading and, you know, try not to fall to 
fall in the you know the clickbait hole to where you, you you know you see something that might might align with your own political political view and then you might not even you know read the article and then you just you just post it you share it i mean you know that's especially you know don't want to use our, our uh glorious leaders term but there is there is fake news out there on both the left and and the right uh and i i think that you know to do that due diligence and make sure that you know this is something that is legitimate is is something that's increasingly important oh of course man because like you said uh i think we all you know, maybe even to some degree are a little guilty of it, of, you know, seeing an article on any topic and just kind of going, oh, read the headline, share it with your friends and family or your people on social media. And that's that's how that information, false or true, gets around so quick, you know. And that can be dangerous when it is false information, when it's misleading, when the facts are kind of construed to lean into one side's favor over the other you know uh because you can take somewhere in the middle is the truth and the facts um and you can't argue those but because information and things are happening all the time and so fast it uh you know people especially mainstream media um they want to break the story they want to get stuff out there because something and that's something troubling too if it's something that's that's bad like if it's something to where like people are getting hurt or or anything like that you know obviously we should know about that but that you know increasingly you know feels like that's what the uh you know what the news ticker is is filled up with is you know stories of you know bad stuff happening. I mean, we're, I mean, I know that, I mean, this is a big world, uh, you know, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but you know, there has to be more, more good things going on right now than what we're meant, what, what we're led to believe. Um, I, I agree completely, man. I mean, when I got heavily, um, involved in, uh, in tune with everything, especially around the election year and stuff, and I was watching the news and all sorts of news outlets and stuff and trying to stay up to beat with everything. Um, I, I noticed that, you know, a lot of it is negative. Now, we're not trying to say that we, you know, uh, we try to avoid all that because we understand that there are terrible, bad, you know, unfortunate things that happen all around the world at all times. But um, and that we don't live in Candyland or anything like that. But, you know, it can really bring down your vibe. It can really be overwhelming and stressful, especially when you feel like um, there's not a lot that you can do, that you're just kind of listening and taking in all this information and you're just kind of a bystander to it, you know? So, no, and and I, I completely agree with that. I mean, in terms of like, you know, our, maybe our generation versus, you know, some older generations, you know, we might more so go to the, you know, either social media or online news articles or things like that, uh, more, uh, more frequently than, uh, you know, uh, older generations. But in terms of, you know, what is considered mainstream media with, you know, your Foxes, CNNs, MSNBCs and, and what have you, I mean, it, it, it's a, it's apparent to me, I'm not sure about you, 
but it's apparent to me the way that they conduct their conversations to where, you know, obviously, you know, there's going to be, uh, you know, commercial breaks and stuff. So you, you, you got investors there investing in these programs. But in, in terms of the conversations itself, you have, you know, anywhere from, let's say, you know, three to 10 people all talking about a particular issue and they're all kind of vying for vying for airtime and, you know, most of the time yelling over each other and arguing and, you know, a lot of the times it seems too that they don't even get to the point that they actually even set out to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really, you know, when you look at it that way, in terms of, you know, your your average news news viewer, it's like not only, you know, that particular problem, but, you know, you, you can look at one news story from, from let's say CNN and then the same news story of uh, Fox or MSNBC and they'll all have different takes on the same story. It's ridiculous to where, I mean, I, I know that it couldn't have been this hard to find, to find out the truth uh, in terms of, you know, what's going on in this world in times past. I mean, this age of, you know, because you know these these certain news shows it's it's more so commentary it's not news it's not a lot of it is just their opinion opinion and that's a, that's a problem it, i mean it is man especially when uh, i mean because this well, this i mean it's not a problem that they have their own opinions right though. right right it's opinions it's opinions that are passed as this is this, this is, is fact, fact. right this is the way this is the way that it is yeah no that's where we tread uh into dangerous territory because like you, you know you we both agree everybody's entitled to their own opinion like even us talking right now is our own opinion based off of our personal experiences and observations so yeah it's not it's not a matter of like hey they can't have their own opinion or anything like that it's just like when you're in that that format that dying format where you have this controlled chaos uh these and people are just talking and trying to argue and get their point across and you know that is just noise now it's just noise and it's um these topics and issues that we need to talk about and hear about um are so they're 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 so deep they're they and they they don't even really brush on the surface level half the time when they they talk about it but they just try to get their key points out there make sure that you catch their little sound bites and quips and then and that's it and like you said it's not even really a matter about what's really true and what really happened or uh, any of those it's more of like how can i speak this uh and, and make it uh you know work f- for for me or whoever i support or, or how can i make my opponent on the other side look look like a fool? yeah it's like constant debates right they're not even discussions there's a difference you know uh, me and you are having a discussion right now. We're not having a debate, and there's too much of that. And and that you know, and we're gonna get into that uh, later in the episode. But um, you know, that's just about this whole uh, my side over your side. Like you know, I'm I, I live in Alabama, but I always consider the two party system that um, you know, that Alabama versus Auburn. You know, like you're either with us or against us, and I don't want to hear anything that is negative or makes my team look bad or makes your team look better 
Right. I mean, I mean, we we are kind of built that way in 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 general. It's it's seemingly something that might be ingrained ingrained in us that we're you know kind of built to be tribal. Oh, Luke, you're you're a Pats fan. I'm a Pats fan too. Awesome. Let's be friends. You, you know, you know what I mean. It's yeah. one of those type of things. And in terms of you know how that relates to to the media, I mean, I think that people kind of stay in their echo chambers and then the media kind of fans the flames in terms of like, you know, okay, well this person said this and it's kind of going against what your team is, is all about. So, uh, attack for, yeah. for lack of better words, but I mean, it, it kind of isn't, uh, you know, goes to what's happening in the country right now. I mean, the, the polarization that's going on between, uh, you know, the left and the right is just, it's, it's crazy, man. But the, the thing about it that, that is even more crazy is that, you know, out of the, what, 324 million people that are in this country, That's a ton most, of people. most of those people are independent in terms of their, in terms of their political affiliation. So they're, they're not, you know, they're not a Republican or a Democrat. They're not, uh, conservative or yeah or liberal they're they're a mixture of both and i think that you know when you especially when you look at how how things are going i mean you you leave a large if you leave out a large swath of the population being you know the independent population and in terms of you know the discussion of issues i mean i feel that that you know creates a lot of apathy and a lot of dissent and you know even anger oh dude i mean i couldn't agree more i mean i'm looking up uh on this website uh news.gallup.com and it's uh just talking about the statistics of party affiliation and they do it it seems like they do it every month but just to kind of you know feed off of what you just said june 2018 republicans 27 percent democrats 29 percent Independence, so you know, not really just independence, just someone in the middle that doesn't really align with either or forty three percent. That's a majority of people. That's like that's like if um, a majority of people are Penn State fans, right? Or and then, but they're surrounded by twenty seven percent of Alabama fans, twenty nine percent of Auburn, and and that's they're just bickering, going back and forth, but you got the people in the middle just going, I could care less, really. I don't really agree or root for either of y'all, but you guys are the ones that are making all the rules and are catching all the spotlight and everything. And that, yeah, it doesn't do the majority of the people, the we the people in this country, like, you know, justice. Uh, it's, I don't that that this is this two-party system just being the way it is now it's just not the way it was supposed to be or probably envisioned in the beginning, you know? Oh, I mean, it, I mean, I think in terms of two things, I mean, uh, this last election and then even in past elections, you, you've heard probably the phrase many times, if you vote third party, you're throwing away your vote, you're wasting it. That's bullcrap. I mean, especially indicative of what we just, you know, what we just said that the majority of this country is in is in the middle they don't have a political uh, affiliation and if if everybody i believe would vote their vote their conscience and vote for what's right instead of for a d or an r then we you know we might not be in the mess that we're in right now 
Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, but in terms of, you know, an overall philosophy and, and you kind of alluded to it with, you know, when, when we were founded, I mean, this, this country was, you know, kind of designed, uh, to where, you know, the government was, was meant to be afraid of the people, not the other way around. Like it is now, like everybody, you know, right now is, seemingly uh, you know feels like they're under the thumb of what the government is going to do and granted the the population of this country has you know comparatively to when it was founded is i mean it's crazy how how large this country is but the the you know the philosophy of putting putting the power in the hands of the people is is you know something that we should always try and stay stay true to but in the two in the two party system especially where you know you have career politicians and you have you know lots of money within politics kind of pushing their pushing their weight around i mean for example in terms of uh this uh last uh election there's a thing called the uh, the commission on presidential debates and it's it's not a government uh, a government affiliated organization, even though it sounds like it is. But they're essentially who who says who gets to be in the debates uh, in in the general in the general election. And their their general rule is that you have I believe that you have to have about fifteen percent of the of the current polling in all polls, not just one, but like most all polls to even be considered to be in the presidential debates. Wow. But, but you got, but you got people who are popular like, uh, you know, uh, Gary Johnson with the, uh, libertarian party and Jill Stein to where they had, I mean, they might not have had 15%, but if, but they had enough, a, a, a large enough swath of people to where it, it would have been meaningful to have to have their voices on the stage and have have the the two major parties be able to you know to speak with them and de, you know de, defend their own point. And you know, I think that that's something that we definitely need to to move towards in terms of you know the the political discourse in this country is the two-party system is is dead and that's weird for a lot of people and that's hard for a lot of people to accept even though for the longest of time you know even before the 2016 election that the numbers were about the same you know majority of the citizens in this country um were not either republican nor democrat you know and we're not we're not going against either or. I think we all, uh, me and you at least, can attest that we share views that probably align with a little bit of each, you know? And and so, you know, maybe even stronger in one direction or the other. But, um, but this whole extreme, you know, to one side and extreme to the other side and this closed-minded, um, like you were talking about with the social media and people uh, using their social media. Because think about it, man. Back in the early days of Facebook and stuff like that, it was your friends and family, right? Then these news organizations and stuff, they're like, damn, nobody's going to our websites. Nobody's watching. We need to get on these, you know? So they now they're all in it, you know? Not only are they in it 
uh, and you're probably liking or following them just to get your news in one place, but they're paying for ads. They're paying for, uh, like if you have a Snapchat, you have these like set sponsored stories from CNN, from Fox News and stuff. Hey, you like this. You might also like this. Yeah, yeah. So then you start closing off other viewpoints. You start closing off other opinions. Um, it becomes, like you said, like that tribal mentality. Um, this like, hey, my team's better than your team. You know, no, you're wrong. You know, my my team's coach is the winningest coach of all time. You know, stuff like that. It, and and so where it began um, on social media is just like, hey, a way for me to connect with my friends, to connect with loved ones um, and stuff like that. Now, corporations and news organizations, they're, I see more of that on social media now than I see uh, actual people I know post and share. You know, if they're sharing stuff, like we were talking about with the articles, most of the time it's just, you know, echoing different articles and headlines. And most of the time it's not even like just facts, like a story, like, hey, this happened on this date uh, in this way. It's more of like a, a twisted uh, creation uh, of that event or that story that w- the way it's worded and the way it's presented you know, either through imagery or just description alone is it's used to go, huh? Well, you know that, Hey, that they're wrong. That they're the bad guy. Or, you know, it kind of, it starts reinforcing that, you know, Hey, you're wrong. I'm right. And that's not how it was meant to be used. Um, I appreciate getting my news uh, in one place. I know, I don't know if you have a Twitter or anything, Twitter, you know, news is, constantly coming in with trending and stuff so that's another way to uh, that's the way that people stay informed let's just be honest and that's that's a social media platform that i never really got into that much and and, you know seeing how different people use it you know at least in terms of that sense in terms of getting news and and seeing what's going on and what people are talking about i think is really useful i just i don't know i just kind of fell through the cracks on that one but in terms and i could be you know, talking out of, out of my out of my ass in regards to this, but I mean, I think that in terms of you know, say Facebook, for example, in terms of their their logarithms that they have uh, built into the programming, to where if you if you like if you like a certain thing, then it is going it is going to give you similar things and similar similar news feeds mm-hmm. that that will pop up, which only only enables you to be uh or enables you to be further within that same echo chamber that you might be in yeah yeah definitely and and then um you know because uh, with twitter you know for example our, our leadership uses twitter and it has become infamous i would say for that using that platform but then that's another way for people to echo those statements, to echo those things, or to, um, you know, if you've ever seen a comment section on YouTube or stuff like that, it's just a bunch of noise, bickering, you know, everybody's just kind of like, I'm right, you're wrong, argue, argue, debate, debate. It's not even a, a clear uh, discussion, you know, it's not even a conversation. It's just like, let me get my two cents out there. Boom. And it's a lot because it's happening so fast. 
um, and people are so aligned. And you know, hey, I respect your beliefs. I respect your, you know, if you know, if you believe in something strong enough, regardless if I agree with you or not, you know, hey, stand up for what you believe in, you know. Um, but then you have this like with how fast news is coming in and stuff. Uh, there's this reaction, uh, you know, uh, tendency of people now when something happens, they just react. They, they, they check the trending page and they go, oh, this terrible thing happened or so-and-so did this. And then it's like, I got to react. I don't even, I don't even study. I don't research. I don't check my facts. I'm just, boom, I'm out there and I've said my piece and I go about my day, you know? two things in regards to that is i mean i think in terms of this you know social media age that you know people feel really brave behind behind a keyboard exactly you're you don't have to face the person that you're that you're tearing down or, or calling this thing or that thing or you know you're you're a snowflake or you're a fascist or you're you know a, a nazi or, or whatever you're you're anonymous for all intents and intents and purposes like especially on you know youtube and on uh, and on twitter i mean you're not going to know that person from Adam, but are you like, are you, if you were confronted with that person, are you going to say the same thing? I highly, I mean, I'm going to say that I highly doubt it. Oh yeah. In regards to what you were saying, you know, the news coming in really fast is I think that, you know, there are a lot of important things happening, uh, you know, in this country and throughout the world. But the fact that this, you know, uh, the, the news uh, stream seems to turn over like every 30 seconds, there might be something really important that needs, you know, further in-depth, uh, you know, really thoughtful uh, discussion and, and uh, about that issue. But then something else pops up and then that other thing gets forgotten. Oh, dude. that And that's, you know, that's like the flavor of the week mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was hot this week, uh, but now something else has already taken its place. And, you know, like you, like we were talking about with how mainstream media and those platforms and that format of t- discussing things, uh, you have to – these issues require time. They require in-depth analysis. They require multiple points of views. So, I mean, where the idea of how that's presented is um, – you know, I guess sort of correct. The delivery and the, the execution is horribly wrong. I mean, it, and it doesn't do any side or anybody, uh, you know, a uh, favor. But it's just the fact that you know, when you have uh, everything happen all the time, and, and people just want to know what's going on right now, and what happened yesterday, almost on the internet, feels like years away. You know, if something terrible happened last week, right? Um, and I could use like really any example and I won't, but you know, if something terrible happened in, in the world, uh, yesterday, it will be all over the news. It will be all over the, uh, social media feeds and your news feeds. You know, maybe our leadership will even have a press conference and talk about it. They'll say, Hey, we're going to do whatever we need to do to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And then next week to, to really no fault of our own, 
nothing really comes from it. Nobody, you know, there's a few people uh, that are, you know, still checking up on it, still going, hey, we want this to change. We want this to happen. What happened with that? It's like you ordered a pizza and then you forgot you did. And, uh, you, you, you know, where, where's the pizza, you know, but then you remember you're hungry and you're like, didn't, did we order pizza? I don't know, man. Seem, yeah, maybe we did. Maybe we didn't, you know, I mean, just to make a lighter tone on it, but yeah, it's crazy because these issues, it's almost like, I wish we could just stick with them, even though there's other stuff coming along, right. And stuff happening. We need to go, Hey, yeah, I address that this is going on too, but we need to do everything we can to focus on this. So at least before we move on, like any person in their life with their responsibilities or anything they have to do. You don't just go, I'm washing the dishes. Oh, the trash needs to go out. So you stop washing the dishes midway and then you go take out the trash and on the way to the, the, the trash, you go, Oh dang, I forgot to wash my car. So you just drop it in the street. You know, you don't, you don't just like stop. You got to keep, uh, you know, people need to keep you accountable. You know, there are people with the ideas, the resources, the the knowledge and wisdom to, we could solve these problems because all, anything that we're dealing with today in today's society, today's world are human problems. They're human made. So there are human solutions. And if there's a better way to go about it, you know, so on one hand, it's nice to have all this stuff coming in and being uh, informed uh, on a daily, hourly basis. But when there's actually a problem that needs to be solved, and we know that if we gave it enough focus and attention, that I'm sure, you know, it's like putting a jury into a room, you know, and sometimes they don't come to a conclusion, but sometimes it happens like in a moment. But then sometimes it takes a couple days, you know, because these issues, these issues are complex. They're deep, but it's almost like in a weird way. And I'm not going to get into any kind of conspiracy and go off track, but it's almost like, you know, they, it's meant, you know, meant to just keep going. Like, don't stay on this too long, because if you do, there will be a solution. And, you know, like you said, if it bleeds, it leads. So it's like, they just want to keep us focused on the next thing. And just keep, uh, you know, pump, pumping out the, you know, the news and just maybe, maybe they'll get caught up in something else or maybe they'll, you know, forget about it or, or what have you. Um, but I mean, in terms of, you know, just how you solve those problems, I think, and, um, you see it a lot in terms of people who, you know, people like Rogan, I mean, God, you know, God, Rogan. <laughs> I mean, there's so many people that follow him, but I mean, he's obviously a thought leader in, you know, in the social media age. I mean, the godfather of, of podcasting, podcasting, if you will. But, you know, what you see with him and where you could, where you could take uh, what he's doing for, for, you know, all intents and purposes and, and, and take it to the general population is the fact that meaningful discussion is how we move forward and then you don't have to shut someone out or shut someone down just because of your you know preconceived notions of what what you think that they are so you know when when you come to when you come to an agreement when you come to you know seeing both sides and maybe come to some sort of uh 
you know, just meeting in, you know, meeting in the middle. That's how, that's how we move. We move forward. Yeah. But I think that, you know, labels in general, whether it's, you know, uh, like, like I had said before, someone calling, uh, somebody a snowflake or a, or, or a fascist and more so the fascist because I think that that term being thrown out uh, I can see where they're coming from I see the you know the historical you know you know how things kind of started in you know 19, 1930s Germany I, I, I see where you're coming from so it's not that I don't see it but the fact that you're calling people you know a Nazi or a fascist when Nazis killed millions of people, millions, of, nobody's died in this, in the, in this country. Well, I mean, you did have the, you know, the, the things that were going on, uh, with, um, in Virginia, which was friggin' awful and how it was handled by our leadership was awful. But I think on the whole, when when you're calling somebody a term, it's really hard to to get rid of that term once you once you you know use it mm-hmm. use it in the right use it in the right way because if you if you use it just to use it, then it doesn't have any meaning. Yeah, it loses its meaning, especially after it's being used over and over and over again. And I mean that just you know we're connecting everything. I know we're kind of going you know back and forth a little bit, but because this is this this topic as a whole is deep, and there's so many different uh, you know avenues and lanes that we can go down to. But like you're saying about labeling, that that connects back to why things are so polarized right now in the country, and and. And it's echoed and, and strengthened through social media because you're liking and following groups uh, that are, you know, aligned with your beliefs, which is okay. But, you know, it's also going that if you're not on this side, then you are, you're A, B, C, and D. And you don't even, you don't even think of that person anymore as a, a human being. You just go, oh, you're a Republican? Well, that must mean that you're this, this, and this. And then they'll be like, "Oh, is that so? Well, you're a you're a Democrat, so that must mean that you're this, this, and this." Sure, that each side has their um, their beliefs and disagreements and stuff, and that's a that's a conversation that you have. But to just label and take a piece of tape and with a, a sharpie, write skirt, 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 you know, whatever the label is, and smack it on their forehead, and and just when you're walking through public and you see people. And that's and when you see them on the news and you see them, your friends and family, and they're saying that, hey, I I believe in this or whatever. Then you start going, oh well, I thought Johnny was a good person, but they're they're saying there are this now. Well, that must mean that oh, I'm so shocked and appalled. You know, that's that's where that divide, that's where that polarization is increased and strengthened, and and you're not doing anything by you know taking people, human beings. And, and already we live in a world on a planet where, you know, uh, for me, in my personal opinion, you know, yeah, we live in America. It's one of the greatest countries in the world. Um, and, you know, and everybody should be proud of where they come from as far as their nation and, and background and stuff. But we're all humans at the end of the day. So, you know, the more and more that we group and divide each other and label each other, it's going to be so increasingly uh, – it's going to be harder 
to to have these conversations calmly and 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 not jump to conclusions and to try to listen to that person and get to know that person on a on a deeper level than whatever they affiliate with without you know shunning and and turning your turning your back against them because you you didn't even you, you, all you needed to know was uh, are they republican or democrat you know what are, what are their religious beliefs what is their their race gender or background you know all those things that we use to kind of break down people yeah, i mean and even there's there's so many labels i mean there's you know the rich the middle class the yeah. poor you know the uh, you know college educated not college yeah. educated i mean there's so there's so many i mean those are just you know two examples but right. there's so many different things that you can label somebody as but you know yes don't get me wrong is there evil in this world absolutely yeah but on the whole i'm for people i I mean do i love america absolutely i do believe that it's you know the 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 greatest country in, in the world are there some things that you know we can fix absolutely but I think that on the on the whole, you know, people are good, and I want people as a whole to do well. Yeah, yeah. Because but, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you're no, you're good. Um, because I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what it should be about, right? It's not really that my team's winning and, and your team's losing. It's not that I'm right and you're wrong. You know, I think the moment that we um, as a society align with a certain idea or a, um, a belief or whatever that is to the point where you can't listen to the other side, that you don't have the compassion anymore to put yourself in another human being's you know shoes and see where they're coming from, you know, even if they're right or wrong, whatever you got to meet somewhere in the middle and 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 it's so hard to have those kind of conversations to have those moments if you're just stuck on the labels that you place on people you oh, know absolutely you, 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 you know you hit it, the, the nail right on the head i mean it's one of those things to where you know having you know especially people who are like vastly you know their opinions are vastly different than your own yeah, it's going to be, it might be hard to hear it, but you want to know what? Hearing those arguments is going to allow you to put those, those things in, in your, in your toolbox and be able to, to look at the world in a, in a different, in a different way to where it, it might even sharpen your, your, you know, it's going to sharpen your own argument for or against something. So as much you know, as much information that you can kind of gather and as much experiences that you can gather from others and, and hear their, hear their side of the story, you know, like I said, you might not like it, but it's going to ultimately make you, make you a, a better person, but to, but to shut down that person before you even have any sort of, any sort of, you know, discussion or discourse with them you know, from the onset, that's, that's not how, like, again, to, to use the same phrase, that's not how we, that's not how we move forward. That's not, that's not how we make things, things better. No, no, it's not. And, you know, I, I you know, 
it's it's all new to us right now this let's be honest i mean with like the internet and social media and stuff we can't you can't talk about politics you can't talk about any issues we have anymore without bringing that into the discussion because we all can probably relate that you know during the 2016 election around that time after and before that people on media social media platforms or just in general started to become very vocal and uh, about their um their opinions and, and beliefs which you know good on them in a way that is exactly what that platform is meant to be used as you know to speak your mind um but then you saw this divide between friends and family you started to see where uh people would literally um unfriend or block people that they've known for years uh, just because they go oh you voted for so-and-so no no go sorry i don't care how close we were or or you know what we've been through because of that you know that cancels all that out and that's not right and that's where it becomes a problem that's where both sides need to go are we doing this right i mean because how are we going to solve any problem that we have when, like, like we've mentioned earlier, we have a two-party system where these two parties, no matter who's in charge or who has the majority or who's in the leadership spot, you have to work together and talk about these issues and meet somewhere in the middle. You know, you might have the quote-unquote advantage because your party has a majority of the seats in the House or Senate, right? Or that your, your party... Um, uh, member is you know our president or anything like that but you can't do uh, you can't solve a problem without the other side regardless and and if you cr create this intense divide and polarization then you know they're just going to do things in spite oh they want to pass this but because they are a majority of uh, you know uh republican or democrat we're just going to shoot it down you know we're not going to do anything we're going to cancel it out that's just you trying to defeat the other side. That's just us playing a, a sports game, you know? That's not, hey, what do, what is in the best interest of the people, you know? And that's where that gets lost in the sauce, you know? You have these politicians, you have these uh, members of Congress and all these people up there that are supposed to um, be doing their job and dedicating their life to the people, you know? to their states to their communities to their you know all that but then they get up there and i'm not you know i've never done this and you know i'm, I'm not trying to speak for all but from you know the way uh progress has been so slow it's because of this like hey i'm gonna cancel your move out because you know you're the other side not because you're right or wrong really at, you know or maybe your point could help out people or you know it needs it's you know what i'm saying it just kind of seems like because of polarization because of this like uh this tribal mentality not only do you have them doing that but now it's leaked into our society at a civilian level where all of us are doing that and that's that's affecting our personal relationships with uh, our friends and our families and co-workers and other anybody you know you know so it, Absolutely, yeah. I think, like, especially when you when you get into that, you know, the the family the family unit, and then 
uh, and then friends being, uh, you know, no longer your friend, or you're, I'm going to uh, disassociate myself from you because of your your political views. I mean, that's that's bad, man. Like, I, I mean, whether or not that you know this poll was really big or, or, or not, but I remember I think last week or the week before uh, there was a, a USA Today article saying that they had conducted a poll to where a third of the poll stated they felt that there was going to be a civil war in the United States in the near future. That's kind of fucking scary. Dude, that's way more than scary. I thought, if anything, <laughs> that a World War Three would be more possible than an American Civil War Two. you know? This, I mean, just being honest, um, you know, hopefully neither happen, and that's what we would, you know, prefer. But, but just the fact that you know that's even a discussion or an idea, and that a majority of people are even thinking like, yeah, I can see that happening next week. Actually, if you if you you know if the right events, well, not the right events, but these certain events happen that right. would trigger that because. For a while there, now I'm going to be honest, it, it kind of seems like we're kind of calming down just a tad. Maybe because I've withdrawn myself. Like I mentioned earlier, I got really into all the politics and everything around election time and even after. But then I I saw that it was making me stressed out, almost unhappy. So I had to withdraw myself. I, I, I tried my best to stay aware and, you know, getting to the issues deeper than, you know, than just at the surface level. But, you know, it, it's just kind of crazy that that's even uh, up for discussion. Because can you imagine something like that in, in our modern world? You know, I, I don't think people want that. I hope people don't want that. I, it's almost like the people that you know, they go, man, I wish the zombie apocalypse would happen. You know, they watch Walking Dead and they're like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, you say that now. But when it actually goes down. I kind of wish it would happen. Oh my God, man. You know, I've seen like trucks with like zombie apocalypse, like stuff on it, you know, like they're going to, they're going to save people and save the day. I mean, look, I, I get it. Like as far as watching shows like walking dead and stuff like that, but you know, there are some people that no seriously, seriously hope it happens. Like they're actually even getting prepared. So yeah, yeah you know, but it's, it's wild, man. And it, it's kind of unsettling because, you know, once that idea, I say that, but it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's a fu- it's a fun thought. Oh yeah. No, no, not even a fun thought, but just a you know entertaining thought. It is. It is. I mean, and and about, it would be—I would probably probably be like the first to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of us would, just based off our locations and everything, and just all that. But I mean, like, I understand people I'm like. Fa- I'm not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither am I, man. Especially if they're if they're like the. Resident Evil running zombies. Oh, we're yeah. All, we're all screwed. Or, or the, the, what is it, World War Z? Or what was that? The one with Brad Pitt yeah, and stuff? Yeah, World War Z was, that was scary. That was wild, <laughs> dude. They were like piling up on each other and stuff. Yeah. When things get like that, that's when things get crazy. And, you know, so back when the Civil War happened, I mean, it was a whole different world, man. So, you know, 
not really that the that people want that to happen maybe to express their frustration and there comes that team mentality but um the thought that people casually just think like yeah i can see it happening it it, it makes us it should set off an alarm in everybody's head going hey the alarm should be sounded if at any time that that's that's a, an, an inkling of a of a possibility i mean it's just that's n- n- no. Yeah, it's, a, it's not. It, 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 it's a, and it should at least let us know that hey, maybe the path and the direction we're on, if that seems to be even a uh, an outcome that's possible, maybe we need to course correct. Maybe we need to reexamine and pump the brakes a little bit and think about how we move forward. Because you know, if we don't, you know, that is an outcome that could happen. I mean. Well, to, I mean, earlier in the conversation of like, where do I see like, pol- like policy moving or how like v- voting techniques or things like that. I mean, I think that at least in terms of a, uh, you know, a, a republic that we're in right now, like that's what we are. We're not a, we're, we're not a democracy. It's a form of democracy, but we're a representative republic. Right. To where in a true democracy, you 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 can have a majority and that's fine majority wins but what about what about this like massive dissenting opinions as well that's where that's where the that's where our system kind of comes into play it it takes out the uh the possibility of like a mob a mob man mentality away by protecting those who uh who might have dissenting opinions and i think that that's that's at the uh, that's paramount to preserve right people's, like every everybody's opinion everybody should have a voice it shouldn't just be okay it's 50 to 51 so the the or 49 to 49 to 51 percent so the 49 percent get screwed that's that's not the way that it that it should go but i do think that you know, there should be something in place, especially in the, you know, the social media age to where uh, the actual people have have a voice. I mean, you can still have elected elect, elected representatives and somebody to actually, you know, sit in, in the Senate or the, the House of Representatives. But I think that where it could move is that you know, we actually have a, a a true hand in what they what they discuss. Right. Does that make Does that make sense? It it, it does, man. It, and there's two points I want to uh, talk about concerning that and what you just said because I, I completely agree. Uh, you listen to Dan Carlin, right? Dan Carlin and Hardcore yeah. History and stuff, right? Yeah. Absolutely, dude. And if, if anybody's listening this listen to the destroyer of worlds. Oh my gosh, man. By Dan Carlin, it will absolutely light your hair on fire <laughs> to actually what the capabilities of nuclear, uh, nuclear weapons are. Oh my god, dude. I'm telling you, I mean, uh that that podcast now actually close. We were in the Cuban Missile Crisis to getting into an all-out nu- uh, nuclear brawl with with Russia. 
it, 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 that man's talent and, uh, yeah, you just check it out. You can just look up Dan Carlin's hardcore history. And he also has one, I think it's called common sense or something. Um, but he was mentioning in one of the episodes, I can't remember which one, but you know, we do have this, um, you know, people feel like their vote doesn't count. It doesn't matter. So when everybody's getting heated up, right, especially around election time, you know, people, Voting should allow you to let off that steam, to let off that frustration, because like you, you're mentioning, you know, the people have a voice. The people should have a voice. The people should have the power over, you know, it shouldn't be the other way around. And um, but when people, the majority feel like it doesn't matter, what's the point of even voting? You know, there's 300 million plus people in this country. You really think that my lousy vote uh, you know, really counts, that makes it even worse. And then people look to release that frustration and that stress in other ways. And a lot of the ways are destructive. So, you know, to go back to what you're saying, I don't know if you listen to the artist, uh, the rapper J. Cole or any of his stuff, um, but he has an album that came out recently called KOD. And I highly suggest you check it out. But, um, in one of the lines, and I'm going to butcher it, but he talks about, you know, democracy is too slow. We should be voting from an app on our phone almost. Like, you know, if you're telling me that more people are voting for things like American Idol and The Voice and these like singing competitions or these TV shows. I've used that argument many, many times in terms of, I mean, how many people actually, you know, vote into these shows that absolutely mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah, at nothing on the grand scale of things. I mean, sure, that person probably has a talent. Yeah, you're changing their life and you're having a influence on how that show goes. But come on, at the end of the day, does it really amount or compare to this, say, immigration issues or gun policy, stuff like that, right? The issues that, you know, are really affecting people on a life or death scale, you know, um, that... If you're telling me that we're updating our apps, our video games, everything on a, almost a weekly, sometimes even daily basis, um, but our system and our way of doing things in the way that our voice and vo- uh, votes uh, are heard and, and count, I, I, I think there's a better way to go about that. And I think there's a, a... I actually just had a crazy kind of thought. Go for it, man. In terms of... Okay, so... The next big thing that's probably going to drop in terms of like the technological revolution is probably some form of, I mean, I know that it's already out there, but uh, augmented reality and uh, virtual reality. That's, that's already, I mean, you got your Oculus Rift. I mean, Samsung has one that you can buy. You got the NVIDIA um, and all, the, all that kind of stuff. But that's still in its, in, in its infancy in terms of, you know, what it can actually do. But I recall uh, way back when, uh, you know, Rogan was talking about something like this to where what if he had a comedy show and everybody had a VR and it would be like they're in a, you know, in a theater watching him, watching him do comedy. Ooh. What, what about something like that to where, you know, people have a VR headset, but then get to actually talk to their elected representatives. Oh man, that would be great, man. Especially with things like the 360 cameras, right? 
Right. I mean, can you imagine being in your living room, putting on a headset, and then boom, you're on the House and Senate floor or something, and you get to really look around and feel like you're a part of the process. Um, and then if you could add on to that, like you said, communicate and have a discussion, not just tweet or, or leave a comment on that person's page or something, or even direct message. I'm talking about like, feel like you're sitting in front of them talking and really get some feedback. You know, probably wouldn't be able to sit, they're busy and you're busy, but you know, still have like, a, about that. those, those people are paid so much and they have so much downtime in terms of like, you know how many working days uh, they actually are are in the you know the the Senate and House of Representative chambers that they could absolutely I mean yeah there is 323 million people in this in this country but it could go so far as to you know you go down to the the local government and then the local government goes to you know I know that that's the way that the system's supposed to to be worked out anyway, you know, local, local on up to, to federal, but to where you could start it small and then you, you know, you just have as, as it gets higher and higher in terms of, you know, into the federal level, maybe you just get focus groups of, of, of people yeah. and are able to actually, you know, hear their, hear their opinions because, the problem in lies and and something that we already had talked about, and, and that's and that's career politicians. You have people in, in the in the in the House and the Senate that have been there for for decades, decades, and you got you know lobbyists filling their pockets, and you know all their main their main concern is what it's getting reelected yeah. so they're going to they're going to say whatever it is that they need to say to get reelected and that's a problem there's people you know like i've said i'm uh i'm more i'm more right of center i consider myself a libertarian um but there's people like ron paul to where ron paul is kind of like the bernie sanders of the election before the last election yeah to where he said whatever he thought was right and he would have he would have acted on it but he had the same kind of same kind of following that that bernie did for example right almost the exact like they're not the same in political views but if you put them in terms of a movement, both of them kind of created their own their own separate movements. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally know what you mean. Because I mean, I I, I, I I want my politician to not say the thing that's going to get them reelected, but to be fearless and say what is what is right. Oh, I mean, exactly, man. And and you know, and we discussed it in. Uh, I'll just mention that, you know, I was kind of a Bernie supporter and stuff like that. And um, so I agree with what you just said about how they the, those movements and, and, and the size of those and everything were, were really sim, uh, similar. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Got my tongue tied. But um, not only that, man, you're talking about career politicians, man. You're talking about people that, like you said, are just saying shit just to get reelected. You have that issue. You have people that are, you know, um, so you're 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 losing the opportunity to keep refreshed 
and updated points of view. You know, you have these politicians that are in there for so long and they're stuck in their ways. In some ways that can be a good thing, but most of the time it's bad, especially for how we've been mentioning throughout this episode, um, how things are moving so fast and constantly, you know, changing that um, to have a viewpoint or a perspective that's, you know, just old, I guess. And that's not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that you're almost stuck in your ways and you're not willing to hear any of the new stuff because you're just like, ah, there's a bunch of new, you know, young ideas and stuff. But not only do you have just, hey, I'll say whatever it takes to get reelected, you know, that that um, that stereotype that people have for politicians, you know, like they'll just go up to you and go, oh, you know, oh, I like I like Alabama Roll Tide. And then they'll walk to the next person who's wearing an Auburn shirt and go, War Eagle, <laughs> you know, and but. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things to where, I mean, that, I mean, man, it's, it's just, it's like that old, uh, the used car salesman type of, type of feel that you get with some of these, some of these people. Exactly. But uh, something I know that we've discussed in the past, but I think it's kind of, you know, important to bring it up is the fact that, you know, a lot of, especially a lot of the older, you know, representatives in our government, uh, I don't think that they realize that they are in the, the, you know, the social media information age to where they might, they might've said something, you know, a, a ways back and that's been documented. And then they say that they didn't do it. And it's like, well, roll the tape. <laughs> you definitely said that. Yeah, exactly. And especially with how quick stuff is uploaded and put on the web and stuff. There's you, you can't you can't use that excuse anymore. Uh, you know, it's on tape. It's either in video or audio format or someone's got you quoted. Uh, I mean, so, you know, it just does everybody a favor and saves everybody a lot of time if you just go, you know, stick to what you said and don't ever try to like weave your way out of it because now more than ever, that is harder. Um, you know, people think of politicians as liars sometimes, you know, like not just sometimes, but you know, like you were saying that used car salesmen where they're going to say whatever it takes because at the end of the day, their job is on the line. Um, and, and their team and power and control is on the line, you know, so it requires them to sink to some levels and also rise above to other levels. I mean, sometimes that can work because you'll see like a, a, um, a popular topic or issue that needs to be addressed and maybe they weren't talking about it, but because the people are like, Hey, how do you feel about this? And it puts them in a position where they either have to support it or go against it or at least address it where maybe they weren't uh, beforehand, but now it's like the people have put them on a, 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 you know, on the press box or you know up there to 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 answer for these things, and you know now they have to have a, a stance on it. They have to be like, well, what are you going to do about this if we elect you? You know, and maybe they never mentioned it in their whole campaign. It's like, oh, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, and they look around and kind of get the general vibe, you know. in regards to that i mean it's uh, another term that's kind of uh really thrown around uh with with politicians is the term flip-flopper yeah and granted I, I do think that you know there are core core values that somebody does need to kind of you know if, if that 
that's what, what, what you've been ingrained in. There's certain things that should, should be non-negotiables. But when you see somebody has flipped a position, especially if they're having the, you know, the type of dynamic and uh, discussions and discourse that we're talking, we're talking about that people should be having. And somebody does, you know, shed some light on something and you're like, Oh shit, I was wrong. And then you change your, and you change your viewpoint on it. Then that's okay. That's, that's fine. That's, that's called progress. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things that I think anybody can relate to this is that at one point in your life, you thought this way and then either through your self-education or, you know, you being around people that may have, you know, had a, a chance to have a conversation with you or introduce you to different or new ideas or uh, another way of looking at the same thing, you can, it's okay to change your mind. You know, that's actually, that shows growth in a lot of ways. But, you know, when you're constantly just kind of, especially when you have the power and you're in the position to have an impact. So it's one thing for me and you to have an opinion and a stance or, or on something, right? But we're not, it's not really our jobs to have actual impact on that. We're not writing the laws in favor or against certain things, right? So it's one thing for us to kind of have a conversation. Then you go, hey, man, you know what? I didn't look, I didn't look at it like that before. Thanks. You know, now that you've mentioned it, you know, maybe I'll re examine it. It's another thing when the person uh, is, has that power to affect so many people's lives and, and maybe, uh, um, you know, at one term felt this way about a certain issue, did stuff, uh, you know, reinforcing that belief and opinion, and then, you know, changes their mind and, and maybe they don't do anything to, you know, um, reinforce that. Or maybe they just, Hey, I was wrong. Sorry. Yeah. I voted on this, uh, or I voted a certain way back, back in the day. And there's, you know, record of it. And now I currently don't believe in that or support that. I mean, I understand it's tricky. We're all humans. Uh, these politicians are, you know, not perfect. Uh, it's a, an incredible responsibility and pressure. And I, I understand that I can, I can't relate cause I've, I'm not ever going to be a politician, uh, and, uh, nor do I want to, but you know, when you're when you have that influence on people's lives, you know, flip flopping on issues, especially um, when you do it often, uh, you're you lose trust and your word becomes no good, you know, because you could it's just going back to what we were talking about with the used salesman. You're just saying what I want to hear, you know, and we know those people in our lives, not just politicians that just kind of tell you what they know you want to hear just so you like them or go, oh, okay, thanks, thanks. But really, they could either care less or they have the complete opposite viewpoint, you know? Right, and I, and I think that there is a differentiation to be made there in terms of, you know, you can be a flip-flopper and change your opinion, but if you're, I guess that that's really where the, where the coin, or where the term is coined. But if you're going back and forth just to pander, then I'm going to call you out on it. Yeah. But if it but if it's something to where you're doing it once and you're changing your viewpoint on a specific issue once, that's fine. But if the, if you if you switch from that and then go back to the other one, 
that's where we got a problem. Yeah, it's like it's like okay to make it a little bit more relatable for people. It's kind of like someone who's a LeBron fan, right? It's like, oh man, I hate uh, uh, LA. Uh, I'll, I'll be the first to say that one. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh gosh. Oh man, my bad. I forgot you're an LA fan, but I'm a Lakers fan. And when that happened, I was like, man, I've hated him for so long because I mean, I'm a, I'm a Kobe fan, you know, through and through. I mean, and that, that difference, you know, that comparison between those two players has always been, you know, at the forefront of sports, like which one's the heir to Mike, which one? Yeah. Well, I've always been a LeBron hater, but I'm a Lakers fan. So it's one of those things that, you know, we've been through kind of some some hard times these past, like, four or five years or whatever, to where the fact that he came, I was like, man, I really don't want to like you, but, I mean, you're one of the best players of all time that could actually make make my, my team you know, good again. I'm not a, I'm not a bandwagoner because yeah. I've, I've, I've stuck with the Lakers in, in this, you know, lull time tour. They've just been, been crappy for, you know, for these past couple of years. But the fact that he could, you know, make, make them good, a good team again, it's like, all right, man, I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> that you came here. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like that kind of, but that's relatable, right? I mean, to to connect it to sports. Uh, if you go back to uh, politics and stuff, you got those bandwagon uh, politicians and also um, just supporters, right? There's like whatever team is winning or has the majority or you know who, who who's president or in control, then that's the one they support because some people for some reason you know, don't have the commitment or dedication or the, um, the conviction to stand up for whatever they believe in, regardless if it's popular or unpopular, or if it's they're winning or losing, you know, and that's where you can kind of weed out those people. Um, and, and those politicians where it's just like, okay, you're just going with whatever's popular and current and you'll, you know, you, you check your Twitter and you see how many people are agreeing with this issue and how many are disagreeing. So then when you get up to the podium and you, you're asked that question, you know which way to go because you're going to at least get the majority of people who are kind of like not really paying attention but just going, oh, I heard so-and-so said he like supported this. So, yeah, he's cool in my book. So it's like this like triple-down ef- uh, effect too, you know. So you got to be careful and that's where paying attention – to the issues, paying attention to those that, um, you know, have the power or in the positions of power, whether it's from a local to state to, uh, you know, to just uh, over there in DC to just know where they stand on things and know where you stand on things. Because I think if anything recently, uh, with everything that's happened, it has it has forced, if not allowed, people to reexamine where they stand on certain issues. Maybe for you know for good or for worse, who knows? But at least it's making people go. I never even thought of how I felt about this, but let me hear both sides of the story, and then make a you know a a judgment call after that, uh, based off of the facts, based off of what's you know. I mean, it's just. It's good to be aware 
I I suggest and highly encourage people to stay aware, and it's really hard to ignore any of the stuff going on these days. But you know, it's a dangerous rabbit hole when you fall into uh, just being a borderline obsessed. Because unless you're, that's your career route or that has something to do other than like, cause we, we talk about it and we get into it and it's almost like, I know it's a passion for you and, um, you know, you're very knowledgeable on the topic and you do a, a tremendous job staying aware of the issues and what's going on. Um, huh? I said, thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no problem, man. Uh, so, but, you know, for people, I know people want to make an impact, you know, especially when they see everybody get riled up and stuff. But, you know, just be careful not to get so entangled in the what's going on, because really other I'm not I'm not trying to go back and cut down the trees that we just grew. But, you know, we there's only so much that us, the people and civilians can do on top of our own personal lives. Right. We all have our own. And I would say I would say that you're right in that, at least in current state. Yeah. Right. There's there's the things that, you know, we had talked about where, you know, the, the people should be more involved, whether it's, you know, the, you know, the VR type of idea that I had or just, you know, uh, having some sort of say on on the issue. Like if you're able to popularly vote on the issues that our elected representatives talk about. But that's that's future state. That's not now. So, I mean, I try not to let it get, you know wrapped up and 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 i try not to get wrapped up in all of it all the time but i mean like you said there are some you know rabbit holes and and wormholes that you get sucked into and it's like sometimes it happens but uh one thing that i did want to did want to touch on real quickly and it's in terms of you know the elected uh representatives in terms of you know how laws are are made just real briefly we can get into it in a deeper fashion later but um i think that one thing that needs to be changed is in our current system when they're making when they're making legislation they're they're going you know some of them do cross the across the aisle and try and make a deal but in terms of legislation they're 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 throwing in you know, all different sorts of things into one one bill that don't have anything to do with each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, there, there there might be something. Let's say the you know the, the 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 tax bill that just passed or whatever. There there is more legislation on just taxes on the books because people are like, well. If you'll give me your vote on this tax bill, then I'll put this little piece of of minor legislation on uh, in here to where you know we can get this whole thing passed. And in my opinion, it should be one issue, one bill, nothing else. Don't put anything. Don't group things together that have nothing to do with one another just because you're trying to pander to your uh, pander to your uh, your counterpart across the aisle to get a to get a vote. That's wrong. 
It is, man. And, you know, I think that's a wonderful point to bring up that when your laws and policies start to look like the terms and conditions that everybody breezes through and doesn't read. And yeah, you never read them ever, ever, ever. And we don't even know, you know, I know like South Park, I think it was South Park. They brought it up uh, in an episode where the Apple terms and conditions and then they showed up and I think they're like, hey, we need your kid. And it's like, what? Oh, it's in the terms and condition. We get your like firstborn or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's what people have argued that, and that's a whole other topic. But that needs to be simpler. Um, That needs to be easier to understand and read and and digest. And so, like you're saying, man, when they're passing uh, these laws and uh, legislation. They need to take in consideration that it doesn't need to be fluffed up with all this other stuff, just like you said, to appease, uh, you know, uh, just another side or, you know, whatever. And not only that, I know that we wanted to touch on, um, not to move off from this, but, you know, like the money in politics, where that is also an influencer and issue with it, because when they are passing stuff, you know, somebody slips them a little, you know puts it in an envelope or something under their jacket. They're like, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, and just kind of goes, hey, you know, keep us in mind when you, uh, you're you typing that up today. And it's like, oh. All right, I mean, like you got the, you got the, Coke, the Coke brothers, spelled Koch, K-O-C-H, it's Coke, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, those two guys are, are, you know, heavy, heavy influencers in, uh, you know, in the Republican wing. To where they can drop, they can drop billions of dollars and not even, not even blink an eye. No, not not even. It wouldn't even, you know, it wouldn't even dent their their uh, accounts, man. I mean, and that's not that's very dangerous, man. When you have the corporations, um, you know, and this is a whole other topic in itself too. And, and and that's why I'm excited talking about this stuff because it, it's so deep and, and there's so many things that we can dedicate whole episodes to. Politics to me has, I mean, like, like I, like I said, I don't want to get wrapped up in it. Like it doesn't, I don't want it to consume my life, yeah. but, but how big it is now, essentially politics to me is who gets what, when, where, wow, when, where, how, and why in terms of what the, you know, what the government is able to do and provide and just your general, like how you go about your, your life in in a, in a way. I mean, like, it's not like you can be your own person. You can do what you want to do because we are a free country, but we have, we have laws. We have things that we have to abide by. We have the IRS, which I'm not a big fan of. (laughs) I don't think many people are, man. No, nobody is. And I, I mean, our monetary system, like everything is, uh, flows through the, the body of, of our government. So, yeah, I don't want it to be all consuming in my daily thoughts, but it's something like I said, I like to be informed. I like to try and keep up on things that are happening and, you know, and uh, voice a message where, where I can with, you know, my friends and family and what have you. But yeah, it, it does. Politics does for all intents and purposes rule our, rule our life, unfortunately. Yeah. And not only, uh, 
not only does it rule our life and 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 has and and other civilizations throughout history there's always been some form of government some form of you know structure in that um but i think we're at a turning point right and i think that the 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 way that we've been doing things there's like uh some kind of aging uh you know being seen like okay you know when this was designed in this whole idea which to be honest and i think we both can uh, agree pretty quickly that this is uh, the form of democracy that we've had uh that our our forefathers came up with was the best form of government uh, you know that we've seen that has worked you know yes it has flaws yes there are some problems and a lot of things that need to be addressed and updated i would say uh to use that term um but you know it's the best one that we've come up with so far it's not and it's not the perfect one and then it's not the end of hey we we figured it out guys we do not need to do any more this is it no there's a there's a running joke it's democracy is the worst form of government but it's the best one that we got damn Ooh, that's so true man that is i mean think about it when you i mean it's a joke but then it's actually there's so much truth to that statement and uh and that's why in this moment in history because i'm i'm pretty sure especially as we're getting older and you know we're we're both gonna each have our own kids someday and stuff so we you know when you get older and you start thinking about the world that you're going to bring uh, your children in and people that already have kids and stuff, you know, these, these issues and topics become uh, more concerning. You start, you know, questioning, you know, is this the, uh, the absolutely uh, best way to do this? Or, and if not, then what can we do to improve? I mean, we should always be improving, not only in our own lives and our personal lives and everything like that, but, you know, in the workspace, uh, in, in, in health and fitness, but also with the way uh, this government and country is ran, this world, uh, just because, you know, people's lives are affected by all the things that they do in D.C. and when they, what they do in your local and state government. It's, and, you know, I know we've been focusing a lot on the big dogs and, you know, there'll yeah, be an episode in the – you know. and, and I'm glad I'm glad that you brought that up because I mean where I live, I mean I've been living where I where I'm at for the past uh, you know six years. You know next year will be seven uh, in in April. To where you know the, the leadership that has been here is going out, but he has brought so much um, opportunity and growth to this community. But he he did not want to run for a third term, mm. and and it's kind of scary to where you know now I'm actually you know yeah I've been more concerned with the you know the federal government for a lar- you know large portion of my life, but now it's one of those things since I've been kind of embedded embedded in a community and seen seen or heard rather what people have said about you know, what this community was like before him and have seen what it's been under him. Mm-hmm. The fact that who, like what, what type of person is going to take, to take this guy's mantle and what are they going to do? Because, you know, for all intents and purposes, this guy has done a phenomenal job and I don't want anybody to, to screw it up. 
No, you're absolutely right, man. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm talking about like seeing the the positive effects of policy and leadership and at the local level. Uh, I think that's if anybody out there who's listening gets frustrated with how things are being handled on a federal bigger level, always remind yourself that you know if you can't. If you don't think you have a, a, a voice or impact there, what you do, it may be small or whatever, but you can always get active and become uh, active and aware of what's going on in your state in your in, in, in your communities and stuff. So always you know be aware of how they're doing things too because you know we have the uh, you know in this country, you know states have rights, you know uh, they're almost like many countries. I've always thought of them. Um, yeah. so, you know, you go to one state where some things might be legal or illegal. You go to, you cross that state line and, you know, it might be different. So you always have a say, so I know the focus, especially over the past couple of years has been, uh, you know, higher than that, but just always reassure yourself that, you know, if you do want to get active and you really want to do something and you want to see change that you'll see on a day-to-day you know, basis as you commute back and forth to work or school or whatever, there's something that you can do and get involved in. And um, Absolutely. I mean, I would, I would always encourage anybody if, if there's something that they're, you know, they're passionate about, you know, going on in their own community, that that's the best way to be, to be involved is to, you know, to, to, you know, try and just do what you can to, to further, you know, further your thoughts, further your ideas. I mean, it goes, it goes from, you know, the things that we were talking about earlier in terms of these, you know, long form discussions with maybe your, maybe your friends and your family. And then that can stem to, to, you know, their friends and family. And then you can get kind of a, you know, a movement going and affect your, affect your community and if your community is doing something good, then maybe your state representative will, will will take account of that, and then it could go all the way up onto you know the federal level. So it you know, but uh, don't don't feel like you don't have have a voice because you do, but you might have to start small. Yeah, and yeah, and you might have to start speaking up a, a little bit louder, you know, um, but. You know, everybody has uh, everybody's actions and words have ripple effects on those closest to them, and even it can stretch out to strangers and people they may never even meet, right? But to go back to what you were talking about, because I thought that was a really good point. Um, when you're you're st- you're talking about your local leadership, and you know what might happen if when when they leave and somebody else comes in, I think people also see that in on on the bigger level, on the federal level. Because, um, you know, there's the, my side's here. So we're going to put, while we're in control, we're going to put all the things that work in our favor. But then, um, you know, and then during that period, the other side is trying to do everything they can to cancel out and, and combat that. But when, say, it's, it switches, kind of like it has recently, you see like where they start tearing down or changing or ending certain things that had been implemented for better or for worse. And, and it's like, how are we making progress that every time somebody gets into office, 
you're putting these uh, policies and laws and making these changes, and then somebody comes in after you, and then we take a step back. So we take, we're constantly moving back and forth, back and forth. That's not progress. I don't know if anybody else has a definition for that, but to me, that's not progress. It's called, it's called the old political two-step. <laughs> what do you mean, man? What's the political two-step? Step, well, I was just making a joke, but political two-step is, you know, two steps forward, one step back, so you're just kind of doing yeah. it, doing 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 it, but there's certain things to where you're like, obviously the the uh, the voting populace thinks that this is a good idea, and you passed it, and you're gonna and you're gonna then go against the voting populace and go back on it. I mean, and, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Uh, <laughs> but. To kind of connect this to uh, another thing I want to bring up in this in this episode at least, um, and we've done the whole show without speaking he who shall not be named. Um, <laughs> yeah, Voldemort. Um, oh, man, see, you did it. Now we, we went an hour and a half without saying it, man. Oh, it's all good. Um, but we're talking about wanting to uh, bring up the whole – as you know, just to go off of what we were just talking about, you know, coming in, changing stuff, canceling stuff out, changing, you know, sometimes that's for better, for worse. But, you know, I know a lot of people were uh, afraid or concerned about the current administration coming through and just basically wiping the table clean of anything that the previous administration had had done good, you know, for, for better, for worse. We're not even going to touch on that. But how... The, the our current leadership how we've you know we've discussed and i think a lot of people would agree with us how that individual they're they're being influenced in a way and they're easily influenced and so that's where you know that the things that are happening and the things that are changing or you know are more not that individual i would say and i'm not even going to try to go down that road yet but that there's, you know, the voices and the people, you, you are a reflection, no matter who you are, you're a reflection of the, the crowd and company you keep, right? So it, for the most part, like if your friends are like, yo, we all watch this show, even if it's not your thing, you'll probably check it out just because, you know, your friends are watching it and they're talking about it and you don't want to be left out, right? So it's kind of like what's going on now, especially with the the person who's in charge wanting, you know, we know that this person likes attention, that they like to be liked. Um, and so really, if, if that person is told, hey, you do this, dude, the people are going to love you, man. Like you, you won't even believe, you know, and, and I don't know if that's, uh, you know, a good thing or a bad thing, you know, just out on the surface level. But uh, what, what do you think about all that? Well, I mean, I think that our, I mean, like you said, and our current white leadership likes to be liked, which, I mean, is is a good thing and a bad thing, I believe, because, you know, he, our leadership is trying to be conservative because that's where 
where he affiliates and a lot of the policies that have come out are are in favor in favor of that of that wing however there have been certain certain instances where where he's been influenced by whether whether it's the people or certain uh certain uh colleagues uh, or people around him kim kardashian oh yeah yeah that's right (laughs) where i mean i i think that if you really push uh, you know, if you're really active, if you're doing the things that we're talking about and being being active in your community and being, uh, you know, talking to your representatives and talking to uh, elected officials and things of that nature about a certain about a certain issue. And especially in the future, you know, maybe I'm not talking about under him, but under future state to where we have more of a, a um more of a say of what they actually what what our representatives actually talk about and vote on that you could you could really 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 change things in a way but definitely with this with this current administration uh if you're if you're if you're having the you know, if you're having the meaningful discussion with people, if you're having these long form, long form conversations and uh, meeting in the middle and compromising that if at that point, when you meet that, when you meet that compromise and then you're, and then you're shouting, then that might, like you might actually see some true, some true progress yeah i agree i agree i mean because the one thing that i think we both agreed on and i think uh i think we've really touched on all, uh, everything we wanted to touch on this episode at least i don't know if i if i'm forgetting something you mention it to me but um be while you're thinking about that you know that's the thing that we were talking about and we've discussed over the phone and you know and and you know in other occasions, but, um, you know, people need to learn how to talk again, uh, with each other. People need to learn how to listen again with each other. Uh, and, and not just the people that you already know that you think alike and and agree with and uh, align, uh, heavily with, but people that are opposite of you, people that are different from you, uh, things that you don't necessarily agree with. It wouldn't hurt to at least one time, have a conversation, try to understand their perspective. Um, and, and, and hopefully they will do you the courtesy to allow you to do the same and have that compassion before you jump to conclusions and you strike labels on people and you start uh, judging and hating your fellow uh, man because of this this team tribal mentality that it's really hard to break. That's in our DNA. You know, it's what's kept us alive and gotten us to 2018 as we sit down and talk together. But, you know, to keep an open mind because um, it, it that's the only way that I that I can see at this moment of us having any kind of progress is that we have forgotten how to have these discussions. Um, we have been conditioned to think that to have these discussions, it's what you see on the news, like on Fox News and CNN and all those channels. It's just a bunch of who can speak loudest and who can get their point across the quickest. It's not about who does it first. It's about who does it right. And we need to 
We need to just like take us, you know, do some soul searching for better term, um, you know, because it's important. Uh, our future, our, 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 our kids' future, the generations that come after us, I think it's every um, generation's responsibility to walk this earth, no matter what country you, you stand on, and make sure that you leave it a better place than what, than what it was when you came into this world. And if you don't, and you make it a worse, then you, you have failed. You have failed yourself, and you have, you have left a mess for others to, to pick up in the future. You know, it's like when people talk about uh, pollution and global warming and stuff like that, whatever, however you believe on that, you know, just saying that you take care of the planet, you take care of, you know, people and, and, and you know, you do what's, uh, what's in the best interests of the majority um, and, and, and you will see positive uh, ripple effects and, and it will not just be for when you're alive and, uh, and walking, but it will be for years and years to come so it's very important that we we pump the brakes and we remember and and re-educate ourselves on how we have these discussions i think we've we've done a, a fantastic job today talking for almost two hours you know and just having a back and forth honest uh educated conversation on this on this topic that a lot of people um, are afraid to talk about, you know, they, what do they say? They say, don't talk about money. Don't talk about politics. Don't, don't... don't talk about religion. Don't talk about, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. It's one of those things to where I completely agree. You, you have to try your best to, to, to leave this world better than, better than you left it. And, you know, with the, with the advent of social media and things like that, we're still we're still figuring it out. It's still in the the infancy stage, and you know, and especially when it comes to to politics and how that. I mean, uh, uh, Obama was the first was the first president that actually had to deal with you know true social media backlash. So we're 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 only we're only two presidents in where where this has been like a, a major a major major thing, and we don't we don't know what this is yet. We don't know how how to how to deal with it yet. But it's things that like we're talking about meaningful discussion, having having those hard hard conversations, and not jumping to conclusions that will ultimately you know pave the way. To where we we can you know we can leave uh, leave the world better than we left it, but we just have to you know like you said sometimes take a take a second pump the brakes a little bit and actually you know slow down the you know on onslaught of of you know media that's coming our way and just kind of take it piece by piece and actually you know, talk about these issues as they come and not get, not get kind of like, you know, washed away in, in, in the wave of, of, of these different news stories and, you know, different things happening in this world. I mean, you gotta, you gotta tackle the issues one by one. And I know that it's hard, but you gotta, you gotta just, you know, do those things that, that we've been talking about. Yeah, man, exactly. I mean, remember, do do not ever confuse hard 
with impossible. I mean, it will be difficult. It's difficult, um, especially if you believe strongly on certain topics or beliefs and stuff. It's it's hard. It's hard to sit down sometimes with someone and hear the complete opposite of what you believe. It's almost like they're spitting on everything you believe, right? Sometimes, I mean, especially if it's extreme, but it's not impossible. And that's the only way um, to move forward. And we need to remind ourselves that no matter where you stand on things, I think the way to connect and, and, and break it down to the core is we all just want to be happy. We all just want to have good lives. We want things to be fair. We want things to be just. Um, and, and, and that's really at the core of it all. You know, yes, there's the whole matter of, you know, who's right and who's wrong. And there is, there is an answer in that. I mean, a lot of it is left for um, interpretation and opinion. But like we mentioned earlier, when it comes to like certain events and stories, there are facts. There are truths. Um, there's, but we have lived recently in this world of so many opinions and so many construed, uh, you know, um, perspectives on things that are really just designed to work in the favor of one side or the other, not to, to regardless of if it works in your favor or not, if it's the truth and it's backed up by facts, then that's what it is. And that sometimes is a tough pill to swallow, but it requires that you keep an open mind to it. It requires that you educate yourself, that you stay aware and that you have the awareness when it comes to these topics, and that you at least have a conversation amongst your uh, your yourself, not really with anybody else at, at the beginning, but you need to ask yourself these questions, like, where do I stand on this? How do I feel about that? Because, you know, when it comes down to it, let's say like what you're talking about earlier with like, you know, let's say with technology and, 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 and the ways it could affect how we move uh, forward in, in government and policy and stuff, that, those questions are going to come to you uh, and you better be ready. And uh, because it's one thing for us to all point the finger and say, oh, it's these politicians. It's all these people. They have too much control. They're the reason why things are, are fucked up. It's another thing that if they go, okay, okay, it's our fault, right? Well, here, you have all the you you have more say so you have more power you you have more control over it and then if the results are still the same then i guess it's really you know you got to take a look at yourself right and so it it not to end up, you know or do anything on a a poor note or a, a sobby note but it's just like you know take the time to look into these issues because uh, you know like we were talking about it last night before you know while we we're discussing what we we're going to talk about in today's episode you know, the, the midterms are coming up, right? Like this fall or like something like that. Um, I mean, this is a, this is a very big, uh, a very big election in terms of the, the 2018 midterms to where, I mean, the, the, the balance of power right now is, is leaning heavily on, on the, on the Republican right. And, you know, you have a lot of people trying to, to balance that power out. But not only that, but, you know, and this can go to a, a further conversation later, but, you know, we just had a, a, a swing justice on the Supreme Court uh, step down 
and the way that Supreme Court justices are, uh, the way that goes is they're appointed by, appointed by the president, and the president is. I mean, that's that's where it is. That the, the the sole power to appoint is at the at the president's behest. But once you're elected as a Supreme Court justice, there's no way to overturn that. You won't. The only way that you that you get out of that office is 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 if you retire or you pass away. So, so we got somebody, he's already, uh, our president has already elected one justice. Uh, yeah, one justice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, one justice, but now he has, uh, two, uh, with the, with the recent retirement of justice Kennedy, uh, who is a swing justice, which means that he's like a justice that can kind of turn opinion because we only have nine. So a lot of times opinions go to like five, four, for example, like a five, four turnover. Yeah. To where a lot of times he was on the, the uh, position of the, uh, of the, of the, the, yay, of the yeses. So like he was a big, he was a, a big person in terms of like, for instance, the um, the um, same-sex marriage uh, making that illegal. He was a part of that. So he uh, Trump, uh, sorry, Voldemort <laughs> <laughs> uh, was uh, was able to. Um, you know, he's going to be able to uh, appoint a new judge to where. Pre, you know, to where previous decisions are now are now at uh, in jeopardy of being overturned potentially. And and I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to really get into that because that yeah. could lead into a whole a whole uh, can of worms in terms of what decisions and and what's happening and and whatever. But I mean, th- going back to the original the original statement is yes, this twenty twenty eighteen uh, midterm election of our uh, of our you know senators and House of Representatives is is a almost almost if not as important as the 2020 election. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree, man. And then that's, you know, right around the corner on the horizon as well. So, I mean, it's, I, I feel like we, because we touched on it a little bit last night, but it's like, it's a little bit of a calm before the storm right now. I mean, there's still always something going on and there has been, um, you know, be, be during, since the elections and stuff like that. But it's important now to make sure you understand the issues, the topics that are going to be brought up. And when you go out there and vote, which we both encourage anybody, that is a right that people have fought for, for, for years. And that, you know, don't ever think that it's, you know, it's useless. And, you know, like, you know, we encourage people to go out there and vote. You know, I know sometimes it's hard to with work and different stuff. I understand that. But if you have the opportunity, you know, you sh- it, would, it should be really hard for you to come up with a, an excuse. And so when with all that being said, you know, just stay informed um, and, and have discussions with people especially your friends and families. If any of you listeners have um, 
somebody out there that because of all the political climate and the polarization and everything have, you know, put that in front of your uh, relationship with that individual, you know, maybe it's time now uh, to, to look at that again and think about, you know, okay, yeah, I know that we both don't agree, but you know, is it worth all this? Because, you know, that's not, you're losing a lot more than you're gaining in that, in that, you know, that situation. Each other, each, excuse me, tongue twister. Each other is all that we got. Yeah. To, you know, make amends, you know, make, have, have these, these long, uh, long discussions and, 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 and discourse, but I mean, don't let it, don't let it tear down the, the actual, you know, the, the fabric of this, of this, you know, country, which is, you know, friendship and, and family. Yeah. I mean, and diversity because I mean, there's yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely there, diversity yeah. of people, diversity of opinions, everything like that. I mean, don't, it's, it's almost one of those things to where, you know, it's almost us against the government and it should be a, us against, against the government from what I, from what I alluded to, uh, alluded to earlier, our forefathers designed, uh, our government to be afraid of, afraid of the people and not the other way around. So don't, don't let the government divide, don't let the government divide us. Yeah. And I think that's, that's so important to harp on now more than ever. So, um, do you have anything else, man? Uh, is there anything else or do you want to just kind of close up and we, we kind of ended on a, on a pretty good, pretty good point. So I'm going to, you know, any, any other conversations that we have (laughs) in the future, we kind of want to leave those for, for them. But I think that, you know, we had a really, you know, a really, a positive and dynamic conversation. And I think that, you know, this is, you know, hopefully one of, one of many to come. Oh man, I, I, I couldn't agree more, man. And I, 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 yet again, I appreciate you, uh, taking your time out of your day off, you know, to, to, cause we've been recording for almost two hours now. So that's incredible, man. One hour and 50 minutes to be exact. So it's, that's, that's what we, but we've been harping on that, that it requires, uh, these long form conversations to really, dive into the the topics that we want to and there are so many topics that we're going to dedicate whole episodes to and we want to hear everybody's feedback on this episode and and even suggestions on what you guys would like to hear me and josh talk about on future episodes um you know by you know contacting us and everything and um but yeah man i um if you want to stick around you can i'm gonna go ahead and end the episode with the uh the contact information for all the the listeners and stuff but uh yeah man i thank you so much man i've really enjoyed this and i'm I'm glad that we could you know we could get it down because i know we talked about it for a while and um i really enjoyed it damn man uh and we will get this um we will get this going with like many other issues. I mean, and it doesn't just have to be politics and stuff. I know that we have a wide range of uh, interests when it comes to different stuff like sports and entertainment and stuff like that. And I, you know, you're not limited to to just politics. Sports, video games, music. I mean, everything. You name it. I'm pretty pretty eclectic in terms of you know what what I get into. So. 
you know, if there's if there's anything that I even have like a a little bit of knowledge about, I'm happy to happy to talk about it. Damn. Um. Well, hey, man. Well, I guess what I'll do is I'll give you uh, just this last uh, opportunity to just like you know go out on whatever, and then I'll I'll probably just. We'll, we'll end the call and then I'll just wrap up the issue, uh, the episode, I mean, with um, just contact information. So is there anything else you want to say before we, uh, before you get off? No, man. I mean, I think we said everything, but I mean, just, just to kind of wrap it up, stay informed, have, have, you know, good conversations with people close to you, discourse, maybe conversations that, you know, you, you might not wholly agree with but you can you can maybe both come to some sort of understanding with people and then hopefully uh through that we can all kind of move forward man couldn't have said it any better man i appreciate it josh man and uh i will talk to you soon brother all right man you have a good one buddy all right take care oh cut him off on the bye my bad um i hope you guys enjoyed this i know that i i did and i know you know, Josh is a very knowledgeable person on these topics, and that's why I was really excited to have him on. And I thought that, you know, these are the issues that we talk about in our free time and that they're important. And, you know, like he said, you know, stay informed. And, and we hope that by listening to this conversation, it encourages you to have the same types with with people you know and people that you don't know because, you know, it sometimes requires us to uh, step out of our comfort zone and talk to people that are different than us. And we're all different and we're all the same. So other than that, I want to know what you guys thought. Uh, I want to know your opinions on the topics that we discussed in this episode. So remember that you can email Wondersoul at Wondersoul at gmail.com. That's W-N-D-R-S-O-U-L at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Wondersoul. You can also follow the Twitter page at Wondersoul. Um, we do have a Twitch. It's www.twitch.tv slash Wondersoul. And hey, if you like this episode and you know somebody else that likes podcasts or maybe you want to introduce them to podcasts or maybe they like uh, these political kind of discussions or anything else that we have in our catalog of um, episodes and topics, you know, just remind them that they can search Wonder Soul on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and Google Play Music, Anchor, and Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. We just got it on Spotify. And all these episodes, they come out on the, at the same time, I, I'm pretty sure. So once one is uploaded on one, they, they it spreads out and goes to all the other ones. Um, so that's about it. I mean, uh, like I said, I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, and I would really be um, excited to hear your feedback on this episode. Uh, but other than that, I, I, I might have a couple other episodes to record before the end of the weekend. Uh, if so, I will let you guys know and you guys can stay informed and updated by following Wonder Soul on your um, social media sites. But other than that, y'all do good and I will talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.